This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. We have allowed ourselves to become so disconnected and ignorant about something that is as intimate as the food that we eat. Be prepared to grow your own for victory. God said I need somebody strong enough to clear trees and heave bales, yet gentle enough to yean lambs and wean pigs and tend the pink foamed pullets who will stop his mower for an hour to splint the broken leg of a meadowlark. So God made a farmer. Hello and welcome to the Modern Homesteading Podcast. My name is Harold Thornborough and this is episode 84, May 23rd, 2018. We're going to talk about outdoor and summer kitchens today. And um, as I mentioned in the last episode, what we're doing is some shorter episodes. We're getting straight to some questions, skipping all the fluff in some senses. But I just want to do these shorter episodes where we can hit more episodes and tackle more questions, get a wider variety of topics, and you know, get a lot more shows out to you guys. So... I took a few questions from the Homestead Front Porch Facebook group, and if, uh, by the way, if you want to join that group, all you have to do is search Facebook for Homestead Front Porch, and uh, all you have to do to join is ask, and we'll get you right in there. We'd love to have you be a part of our Facebook group. That is the Homestead Front Porch Facebook group. Now, this question also came in with that batch of questions. Sarah asks, what are your thoughts on the usefulness of a summer kitchen? Uh, this is our first summer gardening. And with all the stuff I want to can from the garden, I can see that I will be paying through the nose on electric bills to cool the house back down. And uh, let's just talk a little bit about, now I included in this, I, I titled this Outdoor and Summer Kitchens. And uh, the reason I did that, even though she only asked about summer kitchens, well, first I wondered if she really meant summer kitchen or if she meant outdoor kitchen when she said it. I'm assuming though she knows what she's talking about and she understands what a summer kitchen is. So I want to take a minute and talk about summer kitchens, but I also want to talk about outdoor kitchens kitchens and why that might be another option a person might want to consider rather than a summer kitchen because there is actually a thing called a summer kitchen and it's a this was a more common thing back in the 1800s especially when folks were using uh, wood cook stoves Um, well I mean you can imagine using a wood a wood cook stove that the house gets pretty heated so a lot of folks would build what was called a summer kitchen they would build an actual separate building you know a few feet from the house uh, usually pretty close to the house, sometimes attached to the house, but most times not. Most most of the time, it was an entirely separate building, and it was designed just for the purpose of uh, being a summer kitchen, going up to a place uh, where it could produce a lot of heat and it wouldn't affect the uh, the temperature in the house. Um, of course, there would be the stove, there would be storage in there. There, I mean, it would be um, just a kitchen, pretty much, and and that was the sole purpose of it. It was just separated. I'm not a big fan of that. And I'll talk about that in a few minutes in that sense. And I'm not saying you wouldn't want a summer kitchen, but 
a lot of the times when these were designed, that was their sole purpose. Their only purpose was to be a kitchen. Um, some other features of the designs is usually they had windows that were really high up in the corners uh, towards the top of the roof, uh, the peak of the roof up there, because, of course, heat rises, so that would let the heat escape. They would have some lower uh, windows or the, or the doors would have uh, openings at the bottom to, to pull air in through the bottom, pushing the heat out through the top, uh, you know, creating a little bit of an airflow that would allow it to stay a little cooler in there. That's your basic design of a summer kitchen. They usually weren't real big. They were usually a little bit bigger than what we would consider an average day shed, just you know, a few feet by a few feet. Uh, uh, basically, just for that, you'd have some counter space, maybe some cabinets, you know, uh, places to hang some pans and things like that, and your wood cook stove. The benefits of the summer kitchens exactly what uh, Sarah mentioned is you know it's going to it gets hot especially if you're using a wood cook stove. But even when you're doing a lot of canning, if you've ever done that in your house, it, it gets it gets really warm in your kitchen. And, uh, you know, we've always got the doors open, the windows open. We're trying to create some airflow or we got the air conditioner on even, which can jack up your electric bill quite a bit. So, yeah, it, there's a definite benefit uh, to having a summer kitchen for that. That is the main benefit. Uh, th- also, it gives you a, a place to make a mess that isn't messing up your house, and you can, you know, kind of be separated away from the house. Um, a lot of times they have a sink uh, in them, and especially nowadays, if you have a modern design, of course they're going to have a, a sink and countertop. So they also make a great place to like clean vegetables out of your garden and you know, kind of prep the food and things like that. So they can be good for that. Problems with a summer kitchen? Well, I mentioned one earlier, and that's that it's kind of got one main purpose. Um, I'm a, I like to function stack, you know, I like to find other purposes for these things. Now you can absolutely build this thing, uh, with, uh, with other purposes. I'm saying use the roof for water collection. Uh, might want to attach trellises to the sides of the building. That way you can uh, grow things up the side. Um, because if you're solely using it for the purpose of a kitchen, it's kind of just this one purpose thing and it's taking up some space on your property. You're building a separate structure that's going to have, this can have, depending on where you, you uh, live, it could have some, uh, some, uh, tax issues. I mean, you may be paying tax for another building. Uh, it, it's definitely going to have some, it takes up some space. So if you, you know, don't have a really large homestead, a lot of property, of course, it's tying up some, some valuable space on your property. Um, expense of building a building, you know, pouring a slab, uh, putting up walls, putting up a roof, upkeep of that building. I mean, you have you have some issues there. They're not big problems. They're not over, not problems you can overcome. But they're things you want to address and and try to overcome when you build it. I want to talk a little bit about outdoor kitchens though, because it may be a better option for most people. I'm not saying no to summer kitchens, but my thoughts are an outdoor kitchen may be a better option because, well, for one thing. Um, I'm all for spending as much time outdoors as I can. <laughs> so, uh, just being, you know, to be able to look around and, you know, be in that area and kind of feel not separated from the outdoors is, is a good thing for me. There is a couple drawbacks in an outdoor kitchen, but, uh, versus a summer kitchen, but not a lot. I mean, a wildlife getting into your, your kitchen area is a problem with an outdoor kitchen versus a summer kitchen where you can close the windows and doors and keep wildlife out of it. Um, weathering is a little bit more of an issue with an outdoor kitchen. And what I mean by that is, you know, you got to just the, the, the general wear and tear of the sun and the wind and just the weather, the wintertime weather beating down on your equipment. Uh, even if you've got a roof over it, it's still flowing through there and kind of, kind of beating down on things. Things will, um, be weathered quicker 
in an outdoor kitchen than they will a summer kitchen. Uh, so you're, cause you're able to protect it better in the summer kitchen. So there are some issues, but an outdoor kitchen can be built, uh, with less, less expense. It can have all the same qualities. Um, it's actually, it will cost you less money to make it a bigger space where you can even have dining areas, uh, and things like that. And, and it has all the functions of the summer kitchen. And it can be as elaborate as you want it to be, or it can be very simple. It doesn't have to have a roof over it. It could have an awning over it or a pergola over it, or it doesn't have to have anything over it, depending on what kind of equipment you have in that kitchen. Uh, if you're just using outdoor grills, uh, maybe an outdoor oven of some kind, you have a fire pit there, storage, uh, counter, you know, countertops, all this that's made for the weather, um, maybe an outdoor refrigerator, uh, something that's covered fairly well, sinks, it's nice to have separate burners. And like I said, a pergola or an awning or a roof over it. All these things are great on an outdoor kitchen space. And and there's a thousand different designs out there you could look at. And there's probably a million different designs you could look at for outdoor kitchen spaces. But I really like them. Uh, a couple that I would recommend you go check out. Uh, Jack Spearco actually is building or just finished building a new outdoor kitchen area on his YouTube channel. He documented that a little bit, and I think in five parts. Uh, videos and I'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can go watch those videos and it's basically from start to finish. Uh, they poured the, uh, the foundation, they, they put a roof over it. They put in some nice stuff and it turned out to be a really, really nice outdoor kitchen area might be a better option than a summer kitchen. Um, also I didn't link to it, but, uh, there are, um, there's a YouTube channel called an American homestead. And they actually have an outdoor kitchen area because they're off-grid homestead. And uh, they built a really nice outdoor kitchen area where they do their canning and, and they do all their stuff. And it, it works out really well. Now, we, we do a lot of stuff outside. But we don't, we don't have what I would call an outdoor kitchen. We have a deck, you know. And on that deck, we have a grill. We have a smoker. We have an outdoor sink that I built for cleaning off vegetables and things like that. And it also has a little bit of countertop on it. Uh, we have an outdoor dining area in a couple different places, actually, in my gardens and on the deck. Um, this functions as an outdoor kitchen uh, in a lot of ways, and it works really, really well, too. So there's you can go extreme on this and go full-blown summer kitchen. You can go a little less um, elaborate and have something like I have. You can go in between with just a really nice outdoor kitchen. And all of these are great. If you have the resources, if you have the uh, the space... Uh, and it's just something you really want. And you feel like it'd be a good addition to your place. Yes. I, my thoughts are on it. What a great idea. I look to do anything I can outside. I love being outside. I love being am amongst my garden and, and the wildlife. And it is another thing you're going to have to do upkeep on. It is another thing you have to worry about. But like you've said, uh, when you're canning in the summertime, it's it's really hot. And it's nice if you can do that outside. We have an outdoor uh, propane burner for that just for canning outside, and that makes it a lot easier. Um, you can definitely set this up so it will best serve you in whatever way that is. But, yes, absolutely, it, at least on a minor level, um, uh, build something that you can use outside. But uh, summer kitchens are great. They definitely had a – a, a purpose in one time, especially with wood heat stoves, because uh, they would just put out a tremendous amount of heat. But even today, they have a great benefit. So um, if you can find a homestead that already has one of these built on on, a, on the location, that's awesome. But even building one is a good idea if you have the resources for it. 
and you know a place for it and stuff. So I think they're a great idea. So I hope that helps you out and gives you some ideas on how you might want to pursue an outdoor uh, kitchen or summer kitchen area. On the Homestead Life segment on this episode, I thought I would just share... You know, another thing that's better in my life because of homesteading. And, um, you know, I was thinking, and this this, uh, this question made me think about this a little bit. But last Saturday morning, I was working in the garden till about lunchtime. And I just came in and made myself a sandwich and a drink. And, and I have a little table. Uh, it's just a, yeah, actually, my daughter gave it to me. It's one of them little outdoor, uh, just a real small table and chair set that kind of you can set in amongst the garden or whatever off to the side. We've actually got it set just on the side of our walkway on my side garden up alongside my house and along there there's just a whole garden along my house and there's a bunch of trees down through there and some some bushes and I just went out and I sat at that little table and chair and I looked down through that side garden and where the I have some pear trees there a couple apple trees there I can see my backyard garden from there and you know I just sat there and I ate my sandwich I, I drank my drink and I watched the birds in the trees that I planted a couple years ago I watched the bees bouncing from plant to plant. And, you know, I just enjoyed the sunshine and the slight breeze. And I just remember thinking to myself, this is how things are supposed to be. And uh, this is uh, this is something that is better in my life because of homesteading. And I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't be out there doing that. I wouldn't be looking at those trees and that wildlife in my backyard if I wasn't homesteading. And, you know, it's it's peaceful and it's comforting. And... And dare I say, almost something spiritual about it. So yeah, it's something that's definitely better in my life because of homesteading. So I hope that it's something you can get out in your garden and appreciate as well. And just sit among your garden at, at times and just enjoy it and enjoy the homesteading life. If you want to submit a question for the podcast, you can send your questions to ask at smalltownhomestead.com. Or you can call or text in your questions uh, to our voicemail at 765-203-1949 and uh, submit your questions as often as you like, as many as you want. And, uh, you know, not all of them are going to make it onto the podcast, but uh, definitely pick the best ones and um, you stay tuned and and see if you hear your question on the podcast. Uh, I need as many questions as I can get all the time. Uh, The more questions we get, the more episodes I can put out. So this was episode 84. You can get the show notes for this episode at smalltownhomestead.com forward slash 84. And thank all of you who support this podcast by joining the Homestead Forum membership community. You can uh, learn more about that at thehomesteadforum.com. That's thehomesteadforum.com. And uh, thanks for the iTunes reviews. And until the next episode, happy homesteading and God bless. Thanks for listening. To see the show notes for this podcast or listen to other podcast episodes, go to smalltownhomestead.com. There you can also read our blog, connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, and take advantage of the many resources we make available to help you along in your homesteading journey. Please share this podcast and help us to carry out our mission of helping others to homestead today for a better tomorrow.